The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste, to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me? that the mother of my Lord should come to me. For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked upon his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm and has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary remained with her about three months and then returned to her home. The Gospel of the Lord. Every time that we encounter Our Lady, whether in the scriptures or in the liturgy, she always simply just takes us beyond ourselves, beyond where for us it's impossible to go. And I like to use this analogy. It's almost like when we encounter Our Lady, she takes us out from the shore and she leads us out into the middle of the ocean. And from there, 
no matter where we look, we're surrounded by mystery. We're surrounded by depth. And we're surrounded by beauty. And today, as we celebrate this Feast of the Assumption, certainly all of those things are present. But there's something more that Our Lady does today. For today, not only does she take us out into those depths, but she leads us to that further shore. That further shore that is the kingdom of heaven. That is nothing else but the presence of her son. For what is it that we are celebrating today? For we are celebrating essentially Our Lady's Passover. That she who was conceived without the stain of original sin, that she who was the first one to believe in the gospel, And that she who was always faithful to her son enters immediately after this, after her life on this earth into the glory of heaven. And you know, obviously there's profound theological understanding in all of this. But today, we're not just celebrating theology, but we're also celebrating through Our Lady a reminder, a deep reminder of who we are and where it is that we are going. Because Mary's life is our destiny. That for us now here in this world, we live by faith, by hope, and by love. But Our Lady's presence is a reminder to us a confident assurance that what her son has begun in us in baptism ultimately reaches its fulfillment in our own Passover from this life. This is why Our Lady is so essential to our life. 
She's given to us at the cross by Jesus. Not only to console us, but to mother us. To mother us through this pilgrimage that we call life. Many people can speak about heaven. Many people can speak about God. But Our Lady is the only one who has the real experience of what that is like. Our Lady is the only one who has that real experience of what the fullness of the life, the light and the life of her Son is like. In a very real way, it's through her that heaven becomes perceptible that we can even begin to glimpse that further shore that is our destiny. You know, I can say with complete confidence and without any hesitation that I would not be a priest if it was not for Our Lady. Because when I, was, when I was 17 years old, my mother was diagnosed with depression that was so severe that she essentially would never recover. And in those painful and confusing moments, Thankfully, in my home, there was always images of Our Lady, and there was always rosaries around. So my, my father had a beautiful, just a beautiful love and devotion for her. And I'll never forget this, but one day after just coming back uh, from the hospital with my mother, I took one of those rosaries. And I went downstairs into my room and I began to pray for the first time in years. And from that very first decade of the rosary, it's not like everything changed exteriorly in my life, but almost immediately my heart my mind and my eyes began to open to something so much deeper. And every day I would come back to Our Lady and pray the rosary and listen to the mysteries of her son. And eventually over time, that further shore became more perceptible.
And he gave me the strength and the courage to continue. And not only to continue, but to also discover my own vocation. This is the power and the beauty of Our Lady's presence in our lives. For what is it that a mother desires for her children but simply the best? She desires their destiny even more so than we do at times. And it is Our Lady today who reminds us that the destiny that ultimately awaits us is the fullness of life and light that is her Son, Jesus Christ. And so let us run to Our Lady this day and ask her to continue to mother us and to lead us to that further shore that awaits us.